Welcome to Theology Q&A, powered by The Witness, a Black Christian Collective, and I'm your host, Pastor Aaron. The question that we're going to be answering for this episode is, what is the gospel? The word gospel itself means good news. Specifically, it is the good news that announces who Jesus is and what he has done in order to save sinners and restore all of creation. I'm going to be using Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10 as a text to kind of bring out the essence of the gospel and the beauty of this good news that God has commissioned and called his people to proclaim. Ephesians chapter 2, starting at verse 1, the word of God says, And you were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, the gospel, again, announces who Jesus is and what he has done to save, to rescue, to redeem a people unto himself. But one of the things that makes good news good news is that it invades dark spaces. It invades bad spaces. And Ephesians chapter 2 starts off with the bad space. It starts off with the condition of unregenerate humanity. And it says we were dead in trespasses and sins. This is a spiritual death. This is an alienation from God. This is us being outside of right relationship with God. And as a result of this condition, this, this nature that we inherited from Adam, we walked follow, following the course of the world, following the prince of the power of the air, Paul says. And he goes on to say that we followed the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of our body and, and, and the mind. And we were by nature children of wrath. This is speaking of the just wrath of God. 
Because every act of sin, whether it is internal or external, commission, omission, whether it's in word, in deed, or thought, every act of sin is outright rebellion against God. And because God is just and because God is holy, God can't wink at sin. He can't ignore sin. And so, because we have joined in the rebellion of Adam, we need a Savior. We need to be rescued from the just wrath of God. And so, Paul lays out a very bleak, very dark portrait of unregenerate humanity. He lays out the seriousness of sin the reality of our bondage, and the reality of God's just wrath. But the good news is that he doesn't stop there. Verse 4, he says, But God, being rich in merciful, uh, rich in mercy, our God is a merciful God. And he loves his people with great love. Paul said, even when we were dead in trespasses, God made us alive together with Christ. In our unregenerate state, we are dead. We are spiritually dead. That means that we're not simply alienated from God. We're not simply outside of right relationship with God. But there is deep-rooted, deep-seated enmity In our hearts toward God, we have no desire to submit to Him. We have no desire to obey Him. We have no desire to love Him and to walk according to His Word. And yet God, even in that state, He rescues us. He makes us alive by the power of His Spirit. God brings us from spiritual death to spiritual life. And parenthetically, Paul mentions, by grace, you have been saved. This means that God has rescued a people unto himself. God saves, not because he is obligated to save, not because we, through our own efforts and our own merit, we somehow obligate God with our behavior and and with, with our own works. God, of his own free choice, has graciously rescued Jesus Christ, God the Son, sent by God the Father, empowered by God the Holy Spirit, became a human being. He became a man, and he lived the life that we never could have lived, and he suffered and died the death that we all deserve to die. He died a real physical death. But yet on the third day, he was resurrected from the grave by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the word of God says that we have been raised up with Christ and seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. One of the things that makes the gospel absolutely scandalous is the fact that God did not rescue people who are good. God did not rescue people who were clawing their way through life, searching and seeking for him. God saves his enemies. He saves those who have no love for him whatsoever. He bestows grace 
upon those who in no way, shape, or form deserve it. And then verse 7 points us to the days ahead, the glory ahead. He says that in the coming ages that we would be shown the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. This is absolutely amazing that God has purposed to show us the immeasurable riches of his grace, his kindness to those who are in Christ. And then Paul kind of sums it all up in verses 8 to 10 and telling us that we have been saved by grace through faith and that it is not our own doing. We cannot save ourselves. We don't possess the capacity, the ability, nor even the desire to rescue ourselves. That salvation is the gift of God. Grace, being saved by grace through faith, it is the gift of God. It's not a result of our work so that no one may boast. No one who is a citizen of the kingdom, no one who is a member of the household of God is better than the next person. We are all in desperate need of God's grace and mercy. And in the person and the work of Christ, we have been given God's grace and mercy. We are the workmanship of God. He is the great artist. And we are his works of art created in Christ Jesus. But we're not just rescued to be wonderful all by ourselves. We're brought into a body. And the Bible says that God has good works that he has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. The gospel of Jesus Christ announces who God is and what he has done to save sinners. It's not just that God has rescued a people unto himself, but he will one day remove the stain, the corruption, and the decay of sin from all of creation And the people of God will dwell in the physical presence of God in a renewed earth for all eternity. That is good news. May we continue to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This episode was brought to you in part by Just These Guys, you know? A pastor and a psychologist team up to break down scripture and psychology, empowering you to transform by the renewing of your mind. Listen today at justtheseguys.podbean.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Just These Guys, you know?